if your client's mother-in-law is texting her 20 times per day at one day postpartum and your client doesn't know what healthy boundaries look like at all in any relationship, your client's going to respond to those text messages or be very, very stressed out. That's not helpful for her. That's not empowering. But if you can set boundaries and therefore teach your client what healthy boundaries look like when your client's mother-in-law texts her at two hours postpartum asking to come over, your client is going to be able to say, hey, no thanks. I'm not going to have my phone right now. So I'll talk to you in a couple days. And your client is going to feel good saying that because she's going to learn that through you. And that's why this one of the reasons why being a doula is so much more about who you are as a person and like how you live your life rather than like having all of the birth knowledge and like being able to teach and being an educator. Yes, having those tools in your doula toolkit are so awesome and you can pull on them when you need to. And it's so important to have those things. But if you like have all the birth knowledge in the world, but you don't know how to set boundaries, I'm sorry, but you're not that great of a doula. Hey there, birth nerd. You're listening to the Birth Worker Podcast. My name is Kylie Banks, and I am totally obsessed with birth and equally obsessed with business. And this is the show where I help women turn their passion for birth into a sustainable, profitable, and most importantly, impactful career. All right, let's get into it. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Birth Worker Podcast. This is episode 73. And some really exciting things are going on behind the scenes, and I just wanted to take a second to celebrate those, to give you a little life update, and to jump into the episode, of course, to give you what you're here for. So I wanted to take a second to celebrate. We have passed 60,000 downloads for this podcast. We launched this podcast not even a year ago. Uh, which is insane. And let me actually look at the date. Hold on one second. So this podcast is coming out July 15th. And so we have two more episodes until our podcast has been around for one year, an entire year. I can't believe it. We've passed 60,000 episodes. And so we wanted to celebrate. We also wanted to celebrate because we just passed 3,000 Instagram followers on the Birth Burger Podcast Instagram page, which is super exciting. As scary as it was to quote unquote start over on Instagram, I mean, of course, I still have my The Autonomy Mommy page, but starting over for the Birth Worker Podcast Instagram was scary. Like I had multiple conversations with my coaches about what I should do and should I even do it and what's it going to be like to start over. But I just have to say, I'm so happy we did. We grew to 3,000 followers completely organically with no ads in one year, which is super exciting. Definitely way slower than I grew on the Autonomy Mommy for several reasons. One being that my niche is much more niched with this Instagram page. Uh, But if you're one of my students, you know what I'm about to say. And that is the numbers actually don't matter when it comes to Instagram. It's the quality of follower. And I know that I have 3,000 amazing followers on Instagram over at the Birth Worker Podcast. So if you're not a follower yet on Instagram, go over to Instagram or click the link in the show notes to head to my Instagram to follow me at Birth Worker Podcast. So because we have been around for one year, because we've reached 60,000 downloads and have 3,000 Instagram followers now, we wanted to do a little giveaway. And so 
especially to celebrate the 3,000 followers on Instagram, we're actually going to do $3,000 in scholarship giveaways this week. And so starting today until Friday night, you're going to have a chance to win a scholarship to one of our programs. We're going to be giving away full scholarships, partial scholarships, Uh, amazing scholarships to all of our programs, um, totaling $3,000. So super excited for that. So stick around to the end and I'll let you know how you can enter to win the giveaway, the scholarships. Um, Or you can just head over to Instagram and check out my stories. Over the next couple of days, we will definitely be posting in the stories about how to enter the giveaway. Awesome. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. Today's episode is kind of an interesting one. It is all about navigating weird and complex doula client relationships and how to do it with confidence. Uh, I want to say before we get started that the goal here is not to like never have an awkward conversation or an awkward experience with a client uh, because that's not possible. Like, There will always be weird, complex situations with clients and honestly beyond clients, maybe with your colleagues, fellow doulas in your area, maybe with honestly like strangers on social media, trolls on social media, there's going to be weird stuff going on. Uh, So in this episode, we wanted to talk specifically about navigating weird doula client relationships, but I want you to know that what you're going to learn in this episode does not stop with your clients. It does not stop with the people who've only signed contracts with you. The tips that I'm going to give you are going to be helpful in many, many situations. And so let's jump into like, what does it even look like? Maybe if someone is on the newer side of being a doula and they're not even sure like what we mean by like, weird doula client relationships can pop up. And so awkward and like uncomfortable situations, like let's call them like doula client dynamics, they can pop up in a million different ways. So one of them might be unusual birth partner dynamics. So maybe a client wants to involve multiple birth partners. Maybe they're including an ex-partner close friends in the birth experience, something that's a little bit unusual. And this has actually come up several times in my doula career when supporting people in person is just complex birth partner dynamics, whether it's a a mom who's in the process of getting divorced from the the dad of the baby, but he's still going to be at the birth. Uh, or maybe it's a, a couple who recently split or just interesting dynamics that they don't teach you about in most doula training programs. That's one way that this could pop up. Interesting doula client dynamics because you as the doula are going to have conversations about how to support this person, Right. Another one might be an unconventional birth plan. So I'm such a fan for like weird birth plans because I, if if a mom has the confidence to have a weird birth plan, you know, it's telling me that she is standing in her full autonomy and that is like totally what I'm about. Uh, sometimes clients want to do things like give birth outside or I don't know if anyone saw it, but uh, there was this viral post on Instagram where a woman gave birth in the ocean recently, right? So that would definitely lead to some some conversations that might feel awkward for you. Maybe they're not going to be awkward for you, but they might feel awkward for for you. And if not you, then definitely somebody else. Another one could be cultural or religious customs. So 
I imagine that majority of my students, clients, and podcast listeners like you are very, very, very open to different cultural and religious customs or religious practices. But there's going to be some times where your client has a religious custom or practice that's very different than your own, especially if you consider yourself someone who is religious on the on the spectrum of kind of religious to super, super religious. It might be a little interesting if these customs that the client is going to do through her birth, whatever that looks like, are very different than yours. That's something that might bring up some awkward or uncomfortable conversations, right? Maybe different kind of rituals, different kind of ceremonies. And again, if you are standing very firm in your religion and don't want to take part in that, that could get awkward very quickly. Another situation could be uh, a very high risk or unusual birth circumstance. And so maybe a client is facing a unique challenge like a really high risk pregnancy or, you know, multiple births, triplets, quadruplets, (laughs) Uh, something like that. Or maybe even honestly, something uh, a little more common, like home birth after three cesareans, something like that. What this is going to What this is going to require from you as the doula is a lot of trust in your client making the best decisions for herself. But in a lot of cases, that's going to require a a very different medical care team for your client. Now, not always. So people can decide to have triplets at home like and do unassisted births, right? And it's really important for me to pause and make that distinction because a lot of times we forget that. And I say we in a funny way, because I don't forget that. I know several of you do not forget that. But there, I would say the majority of moms, anyone who works in the birth field, just honestly humans on this earth, either forget or refuse to acknowledge that mom can make her own choices when it comes to birth. And again, I'm not necessarily saying that's something that I would do uh, at all, especially when it comes to like super high risks, births like quadruplets. Um, But I just had to put that out there because I would not be in alignment with my values if I skipped right over that. So those are a bunch of situations where or like in which awkward conversations could arise, right? Complex doula client relationships and conversations could come up. And what I want to do in this episode is kind of help you understand how to navigate those conversations with confidence, how to really keep your boundaries firm, but have an open heart and navigate those with your client without creating any more drama than is necessary. And before we go into the steps on really how to have these conversations, I wanted to share a story where this has happened to me in my work as a doula. And one time for me, what happened was uh, a client came to me because we were super aligned with just how we view birth. We view it as a non-medical event. Uh, We think that we thought that unnecessary interventions don't lead to better outcomes. You know, if you've been following me for a while, all the things, right? Um, Declining unnecessary interventions for, for her, but also for her newborn. And we were really on the same page. But in her pregnancy, um, something came up. Let's just say, for instance, it was one high blood pressure reading or something like that. And it spooked her a little bit, but it spooked her so much that she actually flip-flopped on really like 
her entire value system around birth. So I had thought, of course, you know, (laughs) I knew her surface level values and like not down to her core because you're not really going to change those like core values like that. But what happened was, for instance, this isn't exactly what happened, but for instance, she had a single high blood pressure reading. And then she went on to say, you know what? I'm actually making the wrong decision to trust birth which is honestly such a great intuitive choice for her. You know, we have to listen to our own intuition. Um, But what she ended up saying was, so instead of following, instead of following essentially my gut and following the research, what I'm going to do is just, I'm just going to listen to whatever my provider suggests. And I'm just going to do whatever they suggest. I'm going to do, I'm going to follow all the hospital policies regarding vaccinations and and um, newborn testing and and all of it like just give it give it all to me and that was so wild for me to to navigate those that relationship was hard for me to navigate after that point because I didn't know like who am I talking to I thought I thought she was one person. She ended up being a different person, which can be really hard if a doula doesn't have these skills to navigate these like twists and turns or these like weird or strange things that can actually come up through birth work. So here's what I want to say for you. I want to give you three different things or rather I want to have three different conversations on what we can do in situations like this or rather also to prepare for situations like this. So when they happen, we can handle them really with confidence. And so number one is to start with clients who are super like-minded. And you might say, well, Kylie, you just told us the story of you starting with a client who was like-minded and then it flip-flopped and it created some awkward situations. Yes, that's true. But imagine how much worse all of this is if you're taking on clients who are, who are not like-minded in the first place, right? And so for me, this is so simple, but it really is, it's seriously the foundation for this. And so what does it mean to start with clients who are like-minded? It means go go back to your branding, go back to your messaging, go back to that golden thread that I teach about, that golden thread that ties like all of your content together. And I want you to ask yourself, are you clear about who you want to serve? Because if you're not clear about like who your perfect client is, if you're not speaking to them directly in your messaging, you are going to attract some clients who are really not a good fit for you and you're going to get into some some tricky situations. I'm going to pick a random example for this. So let's just say that you are a faith-based doula and you are a, a Christian woman and really your values are Christian values through and through. That's it. It's like part of your 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 life is is being a faith-based doula. If you are not being clear about that in your branding, imagine if you get a a Jewish client or a Muslim client who wants you to do things through the birth experience that are in direct conflict with your values as a human and as a doula. Weird, right? Like don't attract like don't attract those clients <laughs> make your messaging clear that you're attracting the perfect client and it goes both ways i just picked a random religion and a random example but i hope you can understand just how much it makes sense that you need to really get clear with your messaging and attract the clients who are like minded so you can potentially avoid these weird weird situations that don't need to happen right 
So what I want you to do is call in those perfectly aligned clients and then refer out the ones who aren't quite aligned, right? So if you are that Christian faith-based doula and someone comes to you who is atheist and really loud about that, instead of taking on that client, if it doesn't feel aligned for you, refer the client out. Refer the client out. Have that referral base. And we have several episodes about how to create that referral community. Have have those other practitioners that you can refer that that prospective client to. And we don't even have to make it a big deal, right? So I've turned away dozens of clients before, some because I didn't have space in my calendar, some because I was on vacation, and then of course several where it just simply was not a good fit. Okay. And it is so, so, so easy to do if you're going into that conversation confident. And you have to think, I remember as a new doula, I was scared to have these conversations. I was scared to like turn a client away. I thought it had to be like this big deal. And it, I like made it mean something about me and the client and like, they're going to be offended and all this like nonsense that is not true. (laughs) So just don't make it a big deal, right? Maybe you're on a consultation call and maybe you have a couple key questions that you ask really to make sure that this client is a good fit for you. And if you don't have those questions, definitely set them up because a a consultation is not just for them to interview you, but you want to be able to ask them questions to make sure they're a good fit. But let's just say like, Let's go back to this faith-based Christian doula. I love this example. Let's say you ask a client during a consultation, hey, Sarah, if during your birth experience, I was to pray over you, how would that make you feel? And if they're like, oh God, that sounds horrible. Maybe that's a red flag for you. That's not someone you want to support, right? And again, this is just a random random example. So don't cancel me. (laughs) Um, And so what you can do is either in that moment at the end of the consultation, during a conversation early on in your relationship, you can say, you know what, Sarah, Uh, I actually think that so-and-so who's my friend, who's also a doula is going to be a way better fit for you and be able to support you even better. So I'm going to send you her number or I'm going to connect you or can I give her your number so she can reach out to you and end it like that. We're making it about the client. We're making it about supporting the client best. We're not making it about us. We're not saying, you know what, Sarah, you're just not a good fit for me because you wouldn't let me pray over you and that, and I'm a faith-based doula. So, you know, this is not going to work out for me. No, that's no, make it about, make it about them. I think that I have a, a, a colleague, a friend, a doula that I know who would be a better fit for you. How can I connect you guys? And then the next thing that I want you to do just in your doula practice is get clear on your boundaries. This is a recurring theme here on the podcast because it's really important. Boundaries with business, boundaries with clients, boundaries with family, so important to building a sustainable business, which is one of my core values is sustainable business. I don't I don't want to teach you guys how to build a business that you hate. <laughs> Please don't do that. And so the number one thing when it comes to boundaries is realizing that boundaries are not for the other person, right? Boundaries are not for the other person. Boundaries are for you. And so a sticky situation that I see a lot of doulas get into, or just honestly, a lot of people in general get into is a situation where the client is reaching out to them at all hours of the day, like all day, every day, texting, 
30 times per day, all through the night, calling at weird hours, right? That can feel a little bit stressful. That can lead to weird, complex relationships. That can lead to the need to have awkward conversations. So that's definitely part of what we're talking about in this episode. But remember, a boundary is not for the client. We're not asking our client to not text us during XYZ hours. The boundary is for us. The boundary that we set is, hey, client, if you text me over the weekend and it's not an emergency, I will respond on Monday at 9 a.m. I'm not going to respond over the weekend. The boundary is not saying, hey, you are not allowed to text me. The boundary is saying, if you text me, I won't respond until Monday. It feels a lot nicer than trying to hold someone to some some boundary, right? We can't control other people's actions. So why would we put our emotions and our peace into what other people are doing? We shouldn't. It makes no sense. And so essentially what an example of this would be having those set hours where those non-emergent questions and concerns can be addressed, right? So we're not going to get mad if people text us after hours for a silly question because the boundary isn't for them. The boundary is for you. So simply don't respond until the next morning or the Monday or whatever it is, okay? So boundaries are not about controlling or manipulating others. That's like what I want to drill in. We cannot control others. And so that's not what boundaries are going to be. They are about safeguarding your own peace and your own well-being by creating that healthy boundary that you are going to respect, whether or not your client, quote unquote, respects it. And by setting and maintaining these boundaries, whatever they are, they could do with time, they could do with conversations, they could do with like literally anything. But by main setting and maintaining those boundaries, what you're doing is you're prioritizing your needs. You're cultivating self-respect. And what that does is it snowballs and it, it really lays the foundation to, to foster positive relationships with our clients, right? If we are happy, if we are doing well, if we are growing as a person, it's it's fostering the the environment where we can have positive and healthy relationships with our clients. And to be honest, I'll be 100% honest, boundaries make you a better doula, okay? When you set a boundary, you're not only empowering yourself, but you're empowering everyone around you to also set boundaries for their own health, which is a really big deal. Imagine that client who's texting you 40 times per day over a holiday weekend and and really just not overstepping your boundary, right? Because other people can't overstep boundaries, only we can. But She's just doing something that you don't necessarily like. Imagine you responding to her on, let's say it's your birthday and she texts you 10 times and you're like, oh, I hate this. She always texts me and, but I'm just going to respond because I have to, because this is my work and whatever. Imagine how that sets her up to fail when her mother-in-law is texting her one day postpartum. If her mother-in-law, if her mother, if your client's mother-in-law is texting her 20 times per day at one day postpartum, and your client doesn't know what healthy boundaries look like at all in any relationship, your client's gonna respond to those text messages or be very, very stressed out. That's 
not helpful for her. That's not empowering. But if you can set boundaries and therefore teach your client what healthy boundaries look like when your client's mother-in-law texts her at two hours postpartum asking to come over, your client is going to be able to say, hey, no thanks. I'm not going to have my phone right now. So I'll talk to you in a couple of days. And your client is going to feel good saying that because she's going to learn that through you. And that's why this one of the reasons why being a doula is so much more about who you are as a person and like how you live your life rather than like having all of the birth knowledge and like being able to teach and being an educator. Yes, having those tools in your doula toolkit are so awesome and you can pull on them when you need to. And it's so important to have those things. But if you like have all the birth knowledge in the world, but you don't know how to set boundaries, I'm sorry, but you're not that great of a doula right? And I hope you can see what I'm saying here. And I hope nobody is offended by what I'm saying. And I hope I'm speaking generally enough to not offend someone. But really what I want to show is that how we live our lives, whether that's living in our autonomy, standing up for what we want, saying no when we don't want to do something, setting boundaries, doing those things are going to help our clients do those things. Absolutely. 100%. Like without a doubt. And I'll die on that hill. (laughs) And if you agree, drop me a note in Instagram in the DMs and let me know that you agree. uh, Because I hope that you can kind of see where I'm coming from here. All right. And the last thing that I want to cover today is communication because communication is so freaking important. And communication really goes hand in hand with boundaries. Because Yeah, you can set boundaries all day, but if you're not communicating them, like what's the point of having the boundaries, right? And so what I want you to do is I want you to get in the habit of communicating early and often. Nobody is a mind reader. Yes, there are a lot of empaths who can pick up on things very easily. I'm one of them, but let's just stick with nobody's a mind reader, okay? So it's important to to have these conversations, even if they're tough and maybe even like More importantly, if they're tough, it's important that we have the conversations. And the reason that it's important to communicate is so you can find clarity on, for instance, in the doula client relationship, you can find clarity on what's expected of you. Finding out what's expected of you is huge. Asking for feedback, using those active listening skills so you know you're on the same page as your client. That is super, super important. I want you to know that when it comes to doula client relationships, most conflicts and most problems can be solved with communication. They can be solved when people express their needs. And maybe this goes way beyond doula client relationships because I swear anytime Barry, my partner and I have like a heated discussion, literally it's just one of us is not understanding the other. Like it's the only thing going on is a breakdown in communication. And so I will say this with a lot of confidence that most problems can be solved with clear communication. And then really what I want to dive into now is I want you to know that I want you to know rather when something is a you problem and when something is not a you problem, right? Knowing when something is is your responsibility and knowing when something isn't. And either way, don't let it destroy your confidence, okay? I want you to know when you can take radical responsibility for something going on. And if you're new to this community, I love teaching on self-mastery. I did a course through the Conscious Leadership Group. Absolutely loved them. And 
their whole philosophy of radical responsibility is taking 100% responsibility, not 90%, but also not 110%, right? So we're not going to take responsibility for something that is not our responsibility. And that can be very, very radical. Um, but hey, that's why we're here is to learn and grow and do things differently. Because <laughs> obviously, status quo when it comes to birth is is not working out very well right now. And so this whole idea of knowing when it's your problem, knowing when it isn't, it goes back to that self-mastery and that that drama triangle that I teach about inside our programs. And And what it comes down to is knowing that there are a million things in the world that we can change, and there are a million things in the world that we cannot change. And can you be able to, can you begin to understand that? And can you begin to find peace with that? Can you find peace with knowing that you can't change some things? And when you do that, it comes with a a huge potential to live a happy life, right? To to walking with clients as they become mothers without taking on a load that is bigger than yours to take on. Because what it comes down to is sometimes it's not a you problem. Sometimes there isn't a quick fix. Sometimes there isn't even a long fix, to be honest. Some issues are so crazy and wild that even the most calm conversation in the world will not fix that. And I want you to know that that's okay too. The goal as a doula is never to solve every issue that ever comes up in the history of the world. And this is super important for you to hear. The goal as a doula is to be able to flow confidently through infinite scenarios, infinite doula client scenarios, infinite birth scenarios. The goal is to be able to flow through them confidently. Because you will never, ever have all of the answers. But with a lot of practice, you can have trust. And you can be so in tune with your intuition that you won't ever need to have all the answers. Because your heart and your intuition can guide you if and only if you have done and you continue to do the very important work that you're doing right here, right now, by listening to this podcast, by bettering yourself as a doula right? And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, and maybe you're not already a doula, or maybe you've done a doula training, but you still have no clue how to truly support women through birth or how to actually find clients, or even like how to start making money as a birth worker, I want you to know that you are not alone. People come to me literally every single day, either wanting to be a doula or saying, I just finished a doula training program and I have no clue what to do. Like it was not helpful. And if that is you, I want you to check out Birthworker Academy. And I've been chatting about it a lot because it really is my go-to A to Z everything about how to be an amazing doula, a calm and grounded doula, a doula who can set boundaries, a doula who knows how to sit on her hands and do nothing but also how to offer her hands when called upon. A doula who can shut her mouth and sit quietly, but also a doula who can stand up and advocate, even if that means using her voice and standing up for her clients in abusive situations or respecting her client's autonomy in awkward situations like we talked about today. Inside the Birthworker Academy, we teach you all of it. 
So we teach you how to build a brand that attracts only your perfect client, how to pivot your brand when your idea of a perfect client changes. <laughs> we go over how to set boundaries. And in fact, you're going to learn about boundaries before you even put together your offers because boundaries are foundational to the rest of your business. It's not an afterthought. It's a first priority. And you'll learn how to communicate your boundaries how to stand up for yourself, how to stand up for your clients, how to navigate those really sticky situations, whether it's worth with your client like we talked about today, or it's with their medical team or your client's partner, maybe your client's mother. I swear I could tell a million stories about attending births with an overbearing grandmother. Uh, so that's part of it too. But remember, the goal here isn't that hard stuff doesn't come up. The goal is not that you never have to have these hard hard conversations. The goal here is not that hard stuff will never come up. The goal is that you can learn how to feel confident navigating the hard stuff that will 100% come up. It's not an if, it's a when, when it comes to this topic. Being a birth worker isn't about being all-knowing. And I know we chatted about this today. Being a birth worker is about being able to flow with what is happening right now in front of you. And being able to navigate it confidently makes a huge freaking difference. So if you are interested in either becoming a doula or starting your career in birth work from step one, or maybe you already even did a doula training program, but you're still not confident to take clients, you don't know how to grow a business, you just want a mentor to help you through the entire thing, check out Birthworker Academy. You can check out the link in the show notes or DM me on Instagram at Birthworker Podcast. And let's have a conversation and let's get you inside the program. Let's build your dream career as a doula and let's do it together. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It was episode 73. I cannot believe we are at 73 episodes already. And like I said, next week we are celebrating our one year anniversary for this podcast. And we also recently just hit 3,000 followers over on Instagram at Birthworker Podcast. And so to celebrate, we are giving away $3,000 in scholarships this week. So to enter the giveaway, to win one of our scholarships, here's what you have to do. I need you to review this podcast if you haven't already. So wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple, doesn't matter, leave a review, rate the podcast, and I need you to upload a screenshot of your review to birthworker.com slash review. You're also going to find that link in the show notes if you lost it. So go get that link, upload a screenshot, and that's going to let us know that you are a listener to the podcast. And it, of course, helps our podcast reach new people, which is amazing. But that's not all you have to do. We're going to make it a little bit harder for you to win one of these scholarships. And so the other thing that you have to do is you have to head over to our Instagram page, Follow us on Instagram and share one of our one of your favorite posts of ours to your Instagram stories. 
tag us and let us know why you love the podcast. And so my team and I, I'm not going to be able to do this myself, of course, because this is a lot of tracking, but my team and I are going to find a handful of women. We're going to be giving away $3,000 worth of scholarships over the week. So it starts today and it ends on Friday. So today is July 5th. So at the end of the day on July 7th, we are going to pick our scholarship winners and we will reach out to you over the next week. So super excited to give away scholarships. We're going to give away some full scholarships, partial scholarships. Some are going to be to our birth worker membership. Some are going to be to the birth worker academy, which we chatted about today, which is our doula training program. And we're even going to give away a full scholarship to our newest program that launches in August. It's a $2,000 value. And whoever wins that full scholarship is going to get live coaching and hands-on support from me and my team for three months for free, completely for free, a full scholarship. So definitely enter to win the giveaways this week. Thank you so much for being a listener to this podcast. This podcast has changed my world and I hope it changes yours every time you listen too. All right, I'll see you back here on Friday. Bye.